Hi, I'm Sylvia Flanagan, and thanks for lending an ear to Kickstarts, where I outline motivational principles and strategies, offer personal development and relationship tips, and discuss this sometimes complicated and wonderful thing called life. I'm a licensed therapist and motivational coach, and I hope what I share adds value to your day. The content in this podcast is educational and informational only, and is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for seeking therapy from a licensed mental health professional. What's your attitude and feeling when you hear the word discipline? Do you remember your parents telling you to clean your room every day? Does it bring back memories of being scolded by a teacher somewhere in your past about turning assignments in on time? Do you want to push back and say that no one's going to tell you what to do? Some people have a good relationship with self-discipline, but a lot of people don't. Interestingly enough, the root word for discipline is disciple, and it comes from the Latin word disciplus, which means student. That might turn your previous feeling about discipline upside down. It did a bit for me. Self-discipline is a very close cousin to the word responsibility, and this is another word that leads a lot of us to feel weighted down or get hackled up. The etymology of the word responsibility comes from a Latin word which means to respond, and it's linked with the suffix meaning ability or capability. So it essentially means the ability to respond. It didn't take on a meaning of obligation until the 1600s. If you were to adopt the two words discipline and responsibility, and really, I mean really put them to work in your life, what do you think you'd get? It would mean you'd have the capacity to respond to life circumstances and you'd learn and grow as a student in your own life. That's certainly not a burden, but is good news all the way around. If we couldn't go through our own life as a student, And if we didn't have the ability to respond, then we would be determined in our choices and free will would be out the door. So back to you and me. How can you use self-discipline and responsibility more effectively in your life? I'm not saying you're not disciplined. Just asking how you could refine it to see better results and have life shape up more closely to how you want to see it. I'm pretty disciplined, but I know I can improve, and I know certain things will throw me off my game if I'm not careful, and some things catch me by surprise. So I'm going to talk about some ways you can approach your own self-discipline challenge, set yourself up to be successful, and start experiencing more of what you want to see in yourself and in your life. First, be really clear on what the discipline is and why you're putting yourself through the difficulty. Make sure it's really important to you. I suggest you sit down and write out the reasons why the undertaking is important and tuck it away to look at later. How will the changes brought about through your efforts improve your life? What in turn could the changes lead to? Why is it valuable? Is it a new skill you're aiming at and do you have a detailed roadmap to get there? Is it a new habit you're wanting to put in place, a routine, What is it exactly you want to do? Write down what behaviors align with the discipline you're wanting to bring to life. Remember, you get to be the student in your own life and the teacher. None of us like the teacher who didn't make the assignment clear 
and we never liked assignments that seemed pointless. Be a good teacher to yourself so you can come out with the biggest win. Secondly, watch out for automatic negative thinking. The brain is designed to look out for danger, and the more primitive part of the brain, the limbic system, doesn't do a good job at knowing what's a real threat and what isn't. The brain will almost always send out signals in the way of negative feelings and associated thoughts as to why you shouldn't do something that's outside your comfort zone. It might tell you tell you the endeavor is too hard, too complicated, that you might fail, tell you you're not good at something, that you won't follow through, etc. And alongside those thoughts, you'll probably have some anxiety or sadness, and you'll be inclined to ditch the idea and go back to status quo. So if you have some automatic negative thinking, catch it fast and remind yourself of all the times you were successful, where you did figure out something complicated, where you didn't fail at something new, and when you stayed the course. It's really important to catch those negative thoughts because the more airtime you give them, the more entrenched those neural pathways become in your brain and you're more likely to experience apprehension anxiety, or sadness when you try to take on a challenge. So to sum it up, look for negative thinking and don't expect to feel good when opening new doors in your life. The good feeling will come after the change. Third, take some time and get to know your obstacles that might be waiting for you. The obstacles might be external or internal. Don't wait till you get right up on them but plan your way around them ahead of time. Be realistic and be prepared. Be honest and ask yourself what you like and don't like about the challenge you've taken on and what's tough for you. Fourth, you want to visualize the achievement you're reaching for as if it's already happened. Whatever it is you're trying to discipline yourself to do, visualize yourself doing it. Do the visualizations every day, multiple times a day. See it being done and see yourself at the finish line where it's become a part of your everyday life or where you attain the skill or reward brought about by your efforts. See yourself disciplined the way you want to be. Again, this starts to restructure the brain, quiets down the limbic system, and builds up neural pathways which produce neurotransmitters associated with motivation and feeling good. Visualizing the outcome you want will help up your game, help your motivation, and help you feel positive about the change. Fifth, it's really good to have an accountability buddy. Maybe there's a friend who's also wanting to be a better version of themselves and you can support one another. You might find an online group that supports one another on social media. Perhaps it's your partner. If you don't use an accountability buddy, then be accountable to yourself and find a good method to check in and definitely make sure it's in writing. Track it, make it visible, and make it consistent. Sixth, and another really important step, is to celebrate your wins. Don't wait to celebrate yourself till you've completed whatever the challenges you've taken on. Celebrate each day as a win after you follow through. 
That's another opportunity for you to visualize the positive outcome you want. And it's another way to put those automatic negative thoughts in check. Seventh, if you fall off the wagon, don't beat yourself up. Remember, discipline has to do with being a student. It's a process. So if you fall away, fall away from what you set out to do, examine it and see if you can figure out why it happened. Maybe you didn't prioritize it enough. Maybe you let a funky mood get in the way. Maybe you didn't set boundaries with other people and didn't leave enough time for yourself. Perhaps you're trying to do more than is humanly possible in a day and you need to cut something out. You can learn about yourself when you make mistakes or don't stay on track. The best way to care for yourself is to keep learning about yourself and then using that understanding to be a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. Lastly, make the exercise of self-discipline and responsibility fun. This is our life, and it's awesome that every day we have the choice to take life in the direction we want. Yes, circumstances can be really hard and just downright bad sometimes, but thank goodness we have the ability to make a deal with the future, put restraints on ourselves, commit to action, and aim for a different outcome. I get stoked every morning about this opportunity. And when I need a good laugh and some playful motivation, I think of Tim Curry and Rocky Horror Picture Show playing Dr. Frankenfurter singing the words, can you just see it? Don't dream it, be it. No, I am not gonna sing for you because you wouldn't like that, but I encourage you to have your own theme song like Tracy Ullman suggested in Allie McBeal. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I suggest you look it up. So to summarize, here are the eight steps to take you to take on a self-discipline challenge. Be clear on what the discipline is and why. Watch and catch negative thinking. Know your obstacles. Visualize the achievements. Have daily accountability in place. Celebrate along the way. Don't beat yourself up for mistakes, but instead learn from them. And lastly, make it fun. Happy disciplining. You got this.